Welcome to the Transformation Goddess Divine Feminine Spotlight. I'm your host, Shan Vanderleek, founder of TransformationGoddess.com and PodcastBath.com. The intention of the Divine Feminine Spotlight is to share transformational stories of women who have learned to walk in beauty with the strength, courage, and pleasure of claiming their feminine sovereignty. I know you will enjoy listening in to one of the most popular interviews I had the pleasure of hosting as part of the 2015 Goddess Talk Sessions global event. I invite you to light a candle, kick your feet up, and get ready to be inspired by a woman who walks in beauty. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing you to Jennifer Mizell. Jennifer is a modern-day medicine woman supporting women on a mission to ignite the beauty of their soul. As a direct conduit to the field of the Akashic Record, Jennifer bridges this divine channel along with her expertise in energetic healing and holistic nutrition to help her clients to tap into and align with the light that they truly be. You can experience Jennifer and her vibrational work through her free online rituals, one-on-one mentorship programs, or by subscribing to her writings, Offerings from the Soul. And you can learn more at her website, jennifermazelle.com. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Shannon. <laughs> oh, wow. Such, <laughs> I'm just feeling into the energy of this group and this uh, really powerful tribe that's here. So I just really want to give you a deep bow um, well, for blessing me with being able to show up here with all of you and for being the pillar that has gathered Um, a powerful community together for this series. It's really an honor to be here and to be part of your work as the amazing transformation goddess you are. So thank you. Mm, You are so welcome. It's so great to be in conversation with you again. I realize it's been about a year since we did your Mm. Divine Feminine Spotlight interview and you've done some beautiful writing for Transformation Goddess and it's been so cool to watch you walk in beauty and and to really reclaim your feminine sovereignty and that's what we're going to be talking about today but before we dive into the conversation i wanted to share the uh the goddess card message that or the goddess card that i pulled today to inform our time together and i think it's probably perfect for you i chose Mm -hmm. mave cycles and rhythms And of course, the message being honor the cycles of your body, energy levels, and emotions. I'd love for you to tell me how that shows up for you before we begin. Oh, can you read that to me one more time? I was, I was, I was going in a different direction. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. Honor this, honor the cycles of your body, energy levels, and emotions. Fantastic. So, well, this is showing up in a, in a profound way. One, for, for me today, where we are, which it's, um, it's always fantastic where you and I get to um, hop into when I'm always in this void of transition. And last year when we connected, I was in this void of transition from leaving 
a life of San Francisco, a relationship, an apartment. They'd been all in that for, for 18, 20 years and, and moving to the Rocky Mountains. And I just dropped my U-Haul and I sat myself down in this very same room that I met and <laughs> some family friends. And then here we are t today, where a few days ago, my father is now um, going into a new transition in his life with um, breaking his hip and he's 91. And, and so what this is really speaking to me today is a reminder to... Uh, walk my talk. <laughs> because, um, you know, one of, you know, you've been around me for a while. And, and for those who are new to me, um, I host these uh, monthly, semi-monthly rituals to rock your soul. And because the foundational premise of, of my work is that we as women, as medicine women, as healers, as, as um, evolutionaries, um, as priestesses need to first embody and live the rhythms of nature and the seasons and the day. And when we do that, when we honor the new moon, the full moon, the winter solstice, the summer solstice, and everything in between, we come into a deeper elemental force um, where the elements show up to support us in our life. And, and with that, it prevents us from kind of going to this outward cycle of burnout and I need to do this and this and this and this. Instead, we come in, we, we get into a little space of ritual, if that's at the start of the new moon, at the start of your new day, the start of a new project. And we, we ride those cycles from, from the darkness of the moon into the full moon and then into the descent back into the new moon. And when we come into that rhythm in our life, in our day, in our relationships, we get to inhabit our world in a way that it supports us. And, and so this is just a beautiful way to, to launch into a deeper conversation for the space I like to hold for people, but is a, a beautiful little kick in the ass to remind me to hold that space for myself when I'm, you know, I'm going to get off this call and run to a hospital and, you know, do that dance. Right. <laughs> I'm sure we've right. all been in, you know? Sure, sure. You demonstrate uh, such a, a grace and strength and and beauty. It, the you know what comes through via social media, via your writing, uh, the offerings that you have, the the woman that you are, and and so I know that you have something profound to say when I ask you what comes up for you when you hear the phrase walk in beauty and, and tell us tell us what comes up and then give us some examples of how you how you do that how you live your life in beauty yeah um you know we're all human here having this uh this crazy human experience and and all of us here are advanced users of life and and we're here on the path we're doing the stance and and we're figuring it out um, at a new layer, a new level every day. And, you know, it's a constant reminder. How can we walk in beauty when, in spite of everything that's always happening around us? Um, I will say that to me, I, I just, I'm so excited for us to come together and talk about this because when you say walk in beauty, that brings up what I say and what I always are sort of proselytizing is that you have an obligation to be beautiful. 
mm. we all have an obligation to be beautiful. Um, and that is because it is only through your beauty, through our beauty, through allowing our most brilliant light to shine that we can transmute the darkness. And everyone here is a priestess. You've, I, I know this, I'm feeling into this group and we've probably all done this dance before, you know, <laughs> for a thousand, you know, millennia. But, but everyone here, I wanna say, we're on the path of the priestess, which means we have to learn how to embody a level of strength and that can be the strength and surrender. That can be the strength in being vulnerable. But at times, it also means we have to be a warrior. In a way, it means we always have to be a warrior. And that's not in the masculine sense, but it is embodying our feminine power. And there is no better weapon to wield than the weapon of light. And so when we dim ourselves, when we keep ourselves small, when we, you know, kill our vibration through a food or through a relationship or through staying in anything too long we know we shouldn't be, then we're not doing our biggest service, which is to let our light come out and transmit and transmute the things around us in the world, which is why we are all here. And so that is the obligation to be beautiful and why it's so important to come back to a foundational practice of walking in beauty, every step of every way, of mm. every day, and where you are. Mm. Um, and it's, it, it is a lifestyle, it is a practice, it is a remembering, mm. it is, and that I think is important for us to share is that you get to choose moment by moment how you walk in beauty. You get to kick your own ass when you're out of alignment. Gently, gently, but firmly. And to, okay, this this is not, this doesn't resonate. This isn't, this isn't walking in beauty. And to have that be your compass or your obligation. I mean, what a beautiful obligation. When you think about that word, obligation, usually makes me want to run. Yeah. But if my obligation right. is to walk in beauty, then, then that is a gift. It is a gift. And what I would like to add to that is, um, you know, we're all here as facilitators of the divine and of the divine light and whatever that is to you. And what if, what if everyone here, it, you are the offering on this planet, you are the gift to this planet. The planet is not here to be the gift to you. It's here to be a facilitator for you to be your brightest light and your brightest self. And, you know, that's how we come in and we, you know, is you, you were playing with the elements earlier today, I know in your garden and, you know, how do we call the forces to us to help support us in this path as opposed to, well, I'm out enjoying the nature of this forest or this mountain of these clouds, but what if they're showing up for you to be a reflection of your brightest light? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much, and it, it makes me think of um, a very short story, but uh, I started working with uh, motherwort a couple of years ago and uh, making motherwort tinctures, and, and uh, it's been very supportive to, to have that gift in my life. And, and the, the first year, a friend gifted me some of the tincture, and of course, I wanted to learn how to make it myself, and, 
And it's like anything else, once you become aware of it, you see the plant everywhere. And uh, so I started to see the plant everywhere and make my first batch and, of tincture. And then um, the following season, I <laughs> shit you not, my property is loaded with motherwort plants now hmm. that I did not plant. And, um, and sure, there may have been a plant, you know, that, that, but I'm talking about 10 or more plants. <laughs> and right. it was this way, it was this beautiful acknowledgement that yes, exactly. Yes. Work with this. This is so supportive and, 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 and we acknowledge that this is important. And so here are the plants. Right. And, and it's, and it's, how what how cool the nature and the elements are showing up for you you know <sighs> it, they're showing up for you yeah um and it's really t important to remember that and i know you were sort of asking how how do i walk within beauty and and you know when i get into these times of stress or i'll, I'll just you know if i go into these uh, you know when i've been a caregiver in a, an ongoing hospital situation i can get a little um <laughs> when I get really stressed out, I get a little snatchy and, and, you know, and I'm noticing, you know, that's usually after three months of a hospitalization, but this time it came up after three days where I was like, Oh, I need to take a break. I'm going to go wash Kali my car and we're going to, you know, give her some moisturizer and get her all nice and shiny. Cause you know, that stuff starts to fall through. So I go to the car wash and the guy's like, Oh, no worry. I'll take down your antenna. I get back in your car and I get back in my car and they don't take down my antenna. And I'm like, mother. And I'm like screaming as I, my car is like going through the car wash and they're shrugging me and like, sorry. And, and I get, and I am like, God, this whole world's incompetent, you know, and I go into the space. And then I sit there as the foam is coming down and I'm, I'm going to go from like seething. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to ask my money back. How dare they? And I'm like, okay, your antenna's fine. We're all in this together. And it takes me from a, it's, I, I am not that person. I'm, I'm very much a person that loves to walk within my beauty. I love to express my light. I love to see the car wash guy, like drying off my car and give him a little wink and, and, you know, see how he smiles back. Or, you know, if a guy's like, Hey baby, you're beautiful. I'm like, Hey, thank you. Or watch the barista and tell her, you know, what a beautiful, you know, what beautiful eyes she has. And you get, you know, like you kind of snap people out of their haze when you oh, let yeah. yourself walk through the world in light. If that's the nurse I'm talking with on the floor or the janitor, you know, who has these amazing green eyes. It's like, how can we acknowledge beauty? This is one of my things. We we have to acknowledge beauty in our day because it, it snaps us out of our own haze and it it gets everyone else to kind of wake up. You know, if you're just walking by someone and all of a sudden you're like hey how's it going or oh my gosh nice shoes they're they're like huh, huh, huh. oh oh thank you and it's, <laughs> like, it's just the simple stuff of how we let our light come out and play into the world and and you know i was able to transmute my car wash experience and just be like well this is a, an interesting core wound kind of showing up for me that we don't have to get into here but it's like cool and then I, I bring back my light I come back to my practices I come back and I, I meditate I oil my body I massage my breasts I do all my pleasure practices and then we get to come out and revisit the world and we we do the dance right mm -hmm. um but it's so uh 
it's never, you know, we've never arrived. I think we always think we're going to arrive, you know, oh, I'm, I'm going to get here. I'm going to be this. I'm going to leave this relationship. I'm going to be that. I'm going to, you know, lose this weight and I'm going to be this, or I'm going to have this number of clients or this big of a tribe. And, and I've arrived and no, you've <laughs> arrived when you die. And yes, <laughs> yes. You know, when, when you die, then you, you're all is done here. And, um, and so we get to, you know, I get off this phone today and I get to figure out how do I walk in beauty today in spite of the circumstances? How can you walk in beauty today in spite of your circumstances? And believe me, there's always circumstances. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure, there are. There's there always are. the storms. And, and as a, the path of the priestess is showing up as a priestess and realizing that is the work. That is the work, showing up in your strong, beautiful, raw, vulnerable, crying, whatever it is, self, but being her. So that was just gorgeous. I, I just could listen to you. I, that's my, oh, man. Everything that you say resonates with me on, on such a beautiful, beautiful level. And I'd love for you to share more about your journey and how you had the courage to leave leave your life behind the one that you knew for for 20 years and how you're now standing in your power and reclaiming your feminine sovereignty and just talk more about that tell us tell us about that well i think you know we have no choice sometimes we can think that <laughs> to choose, you know, people ask me, how did you choose to be this channel? Or, you know, how, you know, did you go to school for that? Or would you do it? <laughs> you know, <laughs> when you have a calling instead of a career, it, it chooses you, you don't choose it. And, and, and it's a constant, uh, you know, I'll say 42 year process of opening instead of closing, opening instead of closing, opening instead of closing. And when you're not opening, sometimes life throws in these beautiful um, experiences where it just gives you a little nudge <laughs> or kick in the ass around, you know, where it wants to go and where it wants you to go. And, and you know, if you're not listening, you know, if you're like, well, I'm kind of grumpy in this career and, yeah, it's not working. I'll get to it someday. You know, the, the messages that the universe likes to deliver can sometimes come more fierce um, in how it will strip something away that is no longer needed. And, and so the timing for me was that I, you know, in 2012, I, I had a very intense um, Kundalini awakening and, and experience that just shot me out of within a 48 hour, hour period. My my partner of, of 17 years at that point was at a conference. I had this experience. 48 hours later, he came back. I had no, we no longer could speak the same language. I was no longer attracted to him after waking up every day attracted to him. And sometimes, and and uh, for anyone who's gone through a, a Kundalini awakening or or spiritual brouhaha such as that it it really shoots out what's and burns away what's no longer needed and and that is unique for everyone and and what was no longer needed for me was you know kind of inhabiting a very known existence and and an existence that in the moment was very beautiful but um i was trying very hard to make it work uh. you know, I could look back on 20 years of my life and you could have asked me last year at this time if i would ever leave california if i'd ever leave that life and i would say hell no 
I went back to visit it a couple months ago, it was like I spent a very long time trying to make something work where, you know, the, the city wasn't supporting me, my career, it wasn't, things weren't showing up at the level that they can. And so, you know, it took about two years for me to get kicked out of the relationship, for me to show up in the Rocky Mountains, for life to just really change. And then the mountains literally conspired to get my ass out of, away from the ocean and get me to um, what I like to call life at elevation. <laughs> where, <laughs> Love where, it. you know the air is a little more thin but the the vistas are very beautiful and you um but um you know life i i didn't choose my journey life kicked me out of it at different steps along the way and it's been more fast and furious every step of that way and sometimes i'm like when do i get a break and i don't get a break <laughs> <laughs> and so it's um it's an important lesson to, to realize uh, as a priestess, as, as a healer, as, as the powerful women that are listening to this call that we often, we have to, we pass through these transitions. We pass through what I call our initiations. Um, and I'm very practiced in these initiations of life, the love, the loss, the heartbreak, the sex, the death, the rebirth, the renewal, and starting it all again. And we, ha we sometimes have to pass through a barren landscape. We don't know what's on the other end. We don't know what's around us. But when we learn to connect with ourselves, uh, our deep alignment, a deep grounding, the deep... Uh, endless fertile oasis that resides at the bottom of our soul, then it gets us through these initiations and these transition, transitions in a way that can be very beautiful wow. and not only healing and clearing for ourselves and those others involved, but healing um, at a planetary level. And so, you know, this is, I don't, I don't know that I've really delved into the journey that got me to where I am here today. But, it, but it's, it's really what can you do to find that, that deep fertility, that deep beauty within. So no matter what is happening outside, you're just emitting your light. You're emitting your beauty. Uh. And that's just coming back to that every single day. And everything can be working against you and you get to come back to it every single day and you talk to the land and you sometimes you know um we were talking a little bit ago before we um you know as we got on this on the phone and about how i i had to leave the mountain to go visit my father in the hospital and i pulled over on the side of the road and i picked some wildflowers, which I know you're not supposed to do, but I kind of feel for an offering. I just always feel like I, I'm somehow immune. I get to, <laughs> so I pick some flowers, I gather some rocks, I, I put it in a sacred spot, I light some sage, and and I like I had to say, Mountain, I need you to come with me. I need all of your force with me right now. I don't feel like I have the strength to do this alone. And 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 the mountain shows up for me and it comes with me. And the uh -huh. elements are here. You know, you've got the wind, you've got the sun, you've got the air, you've got the earth at your back all the time. Uh, you know? <laughs> right, right on. And some of these journeys can feel really alone, but you're never alone. You're always surrounded and you get to let that beauty move through you. It made me think of a conversation I had a while ago with Sarah Beek when, and she said that um, she's really, her work is to make herself as comfortable as she can in the fire. 
<laughs> because the transformational fire is not ever going to go away. So it comes back to that place of, of finding beauty, of asking for support, of aligning yourself the way that you did with the mountain before you went to visit your dad and, and become a, a caretaker and you know, all of the things that you're doing right now. You're supporting, think, you know, you're supporting yourself the best way you know how. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it never gets comfortable. We can think, oh, I'm going through this heartbreak. I'm going through this loss. I'm going through this transition. How can I just get rid of the pain and make it comfortable? And it, it doesn't, it doesn't get comfortable. You get to be okay in the discomfort. You get to like learn to do the dance and be like, oh, this is the dance. And, and you find the little pockets in the day where you can regroup, regenerate and make yourself comfortable. But I, I think it's um to think that, you know, oh, someday I'm going to get over a heartbreak easier. Someday <sighs> I'm going to love less and this guy's not going to weasel his way into my heart and, and I'm going to be really strong and just be able to be like, okay, I'm done with you. You know, or someday I'm going to be really amazing when I have to show up and care for someone who's dying and it's going to be really, I'm going to feel really strong and really comfortable. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know, and it's... um. I, there's this is again we're we're talking to advanced users here we are we learn to do a dance in the void in the unknowing and the more you fall into trust of the unknowing which is a huge advanced user practice that you're always okay the universe has always got your back even if you're free falling you you're being held and if you can feel that you're being held i mean you know we all think oh you know the finances aren't there the relationship's not there i'm not being supported but you are uh. you're here you're always supported and and um and for everyone here we have to learn that all the transitions all the storms it's a big gaping black hole that we sometimes don't get to see the other side, but it's, we kind of learn to um, free dive into it. And that's yeah. really, I think, what I'm really hearing here is a, is a really important message that you, you never, you don't get to know what it looks like. <laughs> and, um, and, and you're strong enough you've got the strength, you've got the resilience, you've got the beauty within you to somehow do it anyway. Mm. Um, you, yeah. you say, you say, stand in the beauty of your soul. Mm -hmm. I'd love for you to talk more about that. As facilitators of the divine, which we all are in whatever way, the only, you know, we all, we all are um, here for unique purpose. We are all a unique individual. Um, I don't have my favorite Martha Graham quote in front of me, but it's something about, you know, if you don't let what is meant to move through you come through, it will be lost for all of time. And it's, it's a constant journey of, not of, of opening and not stopping yourself. How can I open more? How can I be more vulnerable? How can I be more beautiful? How can I let more of it through? And the real work is clearing away the blockages, clearing away the habits, clearing away the beliefs that keep us from emitting our light. Our soul is the beauty of the divine. 
and each of us are meant to be pillars of light on the planet at this time and and the work is to let that come through and to believe that the work is nothing but standing in the beauty of your soul and i mean when you walk down the street when you walk into the grocery store when you have a conversation with a girlfriend <sighs> when you're sitting at the job you hate it doesn't matter what you're doing it matters who you're being mm. love it you have a gorgeous free gift for all of our listeners today Ooh, i do sacred sexy you i want to know more about that uh the sacred <laughs> sexy you is a four part uh, series of meditation energetic techniques that you know ideally in a perfect world we're sort of doing you know um when you when you get this free gift you are listening to it for you know like every, one meditation every two days and working with these practices now what this is they're practical tips and energetic tools that are, are moving through the call that are moving through the exercises to really tune in to our sacred center which is our second chakra is women uh -huh. where we can uh, are not necessarily um as tapped into as we want to be but i believe it's the most important thing to feed and nourish and turn on our sexual creative centers and so these are are not necessarily sexual practices uh, you could take them that direction but it's really just energetically filling up your your pelvic bowl moving this energy through you so you can turn on the sacred sensual self within you and when you do that you're tapping into your own um, fountain of youth this endless um reservoir of nourishment within which is which exists inside each one of us which is the bottomless like reservoir of the divine of the creative force of the universe and and how cool that we as women get to inhabit that within our bodies right and it works to bring that up and out so we tap into this energy when we turn that on we begin to glow like a goddess and when we can glow like a goddess and emit that beauty and stand in the beauty of our soul we attract the authentic abundance the authentic love the authentic life that is only meant for you and so these are really basic practices to begin to do that level of sacred work uh. Thank you so much. Such a generous offer and uh, definitely informed by your last year, uh, certainly. Mm -hmm. I remember you were, you were really just starting to move in that direction the last time that we talked. So that's really cool to see that you've come together, you know, that you've created something so dynamic and supportive. And, and I know that all of our listeners are going to enjoy it very much. Jennifer, thank you so much for making yourself available for the Goddess Talk sessions. I'm just so excited to share more of you and your voice and your story with with everyone and think you're pretty amazing oh well thank you Shan. <laughs> i i you are just a beautiful soul sister and it's just a pleasure to connect with all of the other soul sisters here and i just want to say that it is is truly my hope that through 
maybe anything that was said here resonated through any of these talks that you can really tap into and, and that everyone can connect with that beauty within. And remember, it's your obligation to be beautiful and simply hold yourself to that through surrounding yourself with these sessions, with your tribe, with the right mentorship, and most importantly, with you. So that's my deepest wish, my deepest hope for everyone here through this and just so great to be here, Shan. Thanks for listening to the Transformation Goddess podcast. If you're interested in walking in beauty, visit transformationgoddess.com and claim our free audio series.